Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daly. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travel to all these interviews from Barcelona and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast wouldn't happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to join us, to become a socio and to get every interview we produce without adverts and before it goes out on the main feed, plus lots of bonus content, including the chance to put questions to our guests and to me via the monthly Q&A. So do please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and join the club and get your family and friends to do so. Maybe even strangers in the street. Love you. Welcome back to The Big Interview, our long running series, which this Easter celebrates its sixth birthday thank you to all of you for listening thank you for recommending us but above all thank you to everybody who supported us from the beginning those who got behind our um, crowdfunding and those who became socios we treasure your contributions we treasure your support it's nice to have somebody out there with whom you can feel you're communicating that's one of the basic human needs so from Martin Gregg, from Neil White, from myself, and from the three or four people around us who've dotted in and out of this six-year series, while we've amassed well over 23 million listens, a heartfelt thank you and crossed fingers that you've found things that entertain you, that inspire you, that you've simply enjoyed helping pass the time. Stories have come into us that move you from those who've lost somebody dear to them and have needed an outlet, something to get their head clear, those who've been through depression and who've found a way to create a little bubble of somebody speaking interestingly in their head when the earphones are in, the guests, not me. And to Martin Compson, who got in touch with us from the Hollywood Hills and said he was listening while walking his dog. And I said, would you like to be a guest? And he said, yes. And to Graham Carrick, who said to his brother, you may know him, Michael, yeah, bruv, you should do this. It's good. To all of you and 
particularly to the most staunch socios who consistently listen, who consistently send in intelligent questions, a, a genuine, heartfelt thank you very much indeed. Muchísimo gracias. This episode is with the Dutch striker Luke de Jong, um, once of PSV Eindhoven, of Sevilla, now of Barcelona. He sat down with us at the Barca training ground and I'd like to thank not only Luke but Xavi Guarte of the Barcelona Media and Communications Department who really worked so hard to make sure that this could happen and it was a joy. I know I often say that before in these intros before the interviews but I genuinely found Luke de Jong immensely engaged in the questions, really uh, smart, genuinely a bright guy. Flipping heck, his English in what is, I don't know, a second or third language, given that he's completely mastered Spanish too. Um, I expect that um, he'll have mastered German. So whether this ranks as a second or third language now, it, it was blindingly impressive about how quickly he caught on to everything, uh, how good his answers are, how wide his lexicon is. Part one, I don't know, call me a... Anarchic fool. We're going to start with part one. It begins with Ever Banega and a question from one of our socios. I didn't know that uh, Luke and Ever Banega and one or two other South Americans lived in the same complex in Sevilla or that they'd got on so well. The question was aimed at what had it been like playing with this maestro of distribution? What it had, been, had it been like getting used to the, the way in which Banega maybe wants to use the ball with precision rather than on the first run of a striker. It was a good social question and it referred also to one of the classic goals of the Europa League that Sevilla won when Banega fed De Jong for one of the cracking three goals he scored across the semi and the final. It turned out Luke De Jong was happy to speak of Ever Banega. We often ask strikers defenders and wingers particularly, I found we ask it less of midfielders to break down how they play. His answer's good. Um, Luke also explains a little bit about the way in which he thinks that that bubble um, during the lockdown COVID times, that bubble of safety actually helped inspire Sevilla to their record-breaking triumph in the Europa League. And he talks a little bit about how He's at his best when he's working almost as a striker automatically on, on instincts that are deeply built into his psyche, but are practised over and over again in training. Finally, in part one, Luke de Jong helps us by picking the moment from his career that he would be most happy to relive if he could. This is Graham Hunter with Luke de Jong on part one of the big interview. On the big interview today, it's a massive privilege because every time I watch you play, uh, Luke, you give me a smile. Not for the things that, that people like to talk about now. Look how fantastic he is coming from the bench and scoring a goal. But I like your technique. Mm. I like your football intelligence. So first of all, wel welcome to the big interview. Thank you. Thank you for your time. We have people who've supported us and who've been with us for the six years that we've been alive. And one of them has written in to us today to send you this question. His name is Will Valdez. 
Will says, I would love to hear Luke's inside view on sharing a dressing room and a pitch with Ever Banega in Banega's final season with Sevilla. For me, Ever was a massively underrated player whose technique and intelligence were a joy to watch, not only in La Liga, but with Argentina, in Serie A, and with Newell's old boys. Now, Ever is a very different kind of guy from you, and you arrived at Seville without necessarily sharing a language, but you shared a football language. He gave you one beautiful ball for a very famous goal yeah. of yours in, in the Europa League. Tell us a little bit about being either a teammate of Ever Banega or a striker who's relying on when Ever Banega, the, the orchestra conductor, decides to release the ball. Uh, first of all, I want to say he's like a friend of mine because the first moment when I came there, I directly, he, he was living close to me and we were like, yeah, connected directly as, as a friend as well. People probably wouldn't imagine this because of our, our personalities maybe, but the, his wife was also amazing towards my girlfriend, so that was also really nice for us. But as a player, yeah, his intelligence, his technique, being able to do what you're you're thinking at the moment. You know, a lot of players they they think they want to do something, but it doesn't work out. And he he's a player that that could almost always do what he wants in his head, and 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 also is really strong at the on the ball. You know, it's impossible to to his, his dribbling is is such quality that he. That an opponent cannot cannot take the ball from him really easy, and even when he's being in, in a dual dribbling, he still have the the quality to be able to see what what his teammates are doing, like making runs into space and being able to see these runs, and and that's that's for me that's an exceptional quality as well. Yeah. To, to what extent? Because he was a little bit like Riquelme in some ways that. Or at least the viewer makes makes the decision or ever gives the ball when he wants to and everybody else needs to dance to his tune. But I guess when he respects a player like you, maybe sometimes also he changes a little and goes, I know Luke's going to move now. How was the yeah. balance? Yeah, that's that's true. He, he, directly from the first days in, in, in training or the first games, I, I noticed he, he, he is he's this kind of player, you know, who can 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 give these balls. So I I started making moves and movement and and he, yeah he just he just delivered these passes out of nothing and 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 that's for a striker it's the best to have behind you I can remember the the I think the goal against Betis away he also gave me an assist the the winning goal and it it wasn't that kind of long beautiful pass but it was a really clever movement uh, he passed an opponent I think and directly after he gave me the true pass like that's such a high quality these 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 small intelligent passes to a, to a striker and that's where we, we 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 live on you know as a striker to if you make the movement you want, it's all about timing it has to be at the right moment and 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 maybe you're offside if it's too late or or if it's too soon you your opponent can come back and it's and he has, yeah, what I said, he has the quality to give those passes at the, at the right timing. Yeah. One of the things that I love watching about you is that, okay, when you see clever movement, irrespective of a goal comes or not, mm. then that's part of the reason that we love football. Mm. But when you see clever movement and then a finish for a goal or a chance, whereby it's not always about power. Now, lots of centre, you're a powerful man, your headers are really powerful, but lots of your finishes you only use the touch which is necessary. Tiny touches, little volleys, quite subtle ideas. Is that natural? How have you learned that? Am I describing you accurately? It's, I think, also something naturally, but, but you have the talent, but you, you need to keep, keep repeating this every day on training. On, on, on. So you, you keep improving your, your skills. And, and 
for me it's when you when you get the ball it's sometimes you don't need to just hit it as hard as you can you have to look what position are you at where's the goalkeeper like for example the, the header in Europa League final across from Benega I, I also had it like with 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 the not like full on target but like with a little how do you call it ball, uh, ball. like a loop, a loop. like a, like finishing in a basketball yeah yeah something like, yeah and then and yeah that went in perfectly so yeah it's it's just i think some things as a striker the 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 best goals you make when you're not even thinking about it you know what i mean instinct sometimes you get the ball and you have too much time you're gonna think too much and then it, you make the, the wrong decision but sometimes if you like the split second the instinct just pops up and you make the goal what is instinct because the one thing that links the people who are listening and me when we play in our back garden or in our school to the big professionals who win big prizes is there's a tiny moment of creativity in your head because instinct is like let's do something crazy not crazy but wow this is a good idea now that that little light bulb in your head that still happens at your level yeah yeah definitely it's 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 as a striker, it's where you live on this, this this instinct. You know, when you get a because in the box there's so little time when you receive a ball. It's just, it's also what I said. It's it's repeating every day on training that the, the the finishing, and then you have to be confident in your finishing that you, when you receive a ball, it's just the the instinct because it's in a split of second. You need to know what you need to do directly and without even thinking, yeah, a long time about it. Yeah. Let's stop for a second in the territory we're in right now because you won that, that last trophy in the strangest of circumstances. A bubble of just about 10 days in Germany, yeah. kind of until right before the mini tournament, nobody knew where it was going to be, there were no fans, and you fished really difficult ties mm-hmm. one after the other. It worked really great for you because you had two goals in the semi and one goal in the final. You no, one. one in the semi, yeah. two in the final, pardon me, the winner against Manchester United. Yeah. What was that bubble like? How how different is that to live in compared to normal competitive standards? And how did you adapt? Of course, we. I think for us, as a team at Sevilla, we we really grew as a team in this bubble. You know, and you saw us growing every day. And and I think it would be more difficult for us to win the Europa League when it was in the normal season, when you have to play two matches against uh, opponents, because. Some games we were struggling, for example, against Manchester United. We were really struggling this game. and, and Physically, you mean? No, no, no. The, 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 they getting a lot of opportunities. And we, Bono was amazing this, this, this semi-final. He, he made so many saves. So I, we fought. And, and at one point it was 1-1. And, and I came in and made the winning goal. But I think that game Manchester United should have won. And, for example, if, we had to, if it was two games, we had to go back or play away another game. I think it would be more difficult for us. But still... It's 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 that's why I said this bubble it, it it brought us really close together as a as a team as a family I can remember uh, Gudelia coming back from his uh, COVID uh, he was out for, with COVID and he coming back and we we greeted him back like it was he like won the the Champions League final you know like like we were such a good group together like a family and and this, these these little things we we just yeah kept kept growing and and and. and performing better and better and during this this bubble and for us I think it, it was meant to be to win the, the final as well Before the rest of this big interview I'd like to tell you that our entire archive of audio and video content is now on our new YouTube channel 
We've begun filming all of our interviews, and there are already loads of clips with guests, including Rio Ferdinand, Connor Cody, Brendan Rogers, and Jamie Carragher, plus full interviews for you to watch and to share. Please do share with friends. Go to YouTube and search Graham Hunter, or click on the link in the show notes to this episode and become a subscriber. I honestly think you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's it like when, when the most crazy moment in your life happens when you scored two, it goes to equal again, Diego Carlos gets the winner, but when you score, when the trophy goes, there's silence. That's the most thing, uh, the, the biggest thing I, I'm still a little bit sad about, that there weren't fans, you know, our fans or whatever kind of fans, you know, it's that they couldn't join us, the, the celebrations, the, the, the lifting the trophy at the end. Uh, I could never celebrate this trophy. Uh, how do you say anything? I've never celebrated this trophy with the fans, you know. Yeah, even yeah. even after, and when when the restrictions. So uh, yeah, it's still a pity. But despite that, it's it's still yeah one of the biggest trophy. I think the biggest trophy I've ever won in my career. When you celebrated at the end, one of your flash zone, you said this is a family. You really put a lot of emphasis on. I know a lot of athletes. I've met a lot of coaches and footballers who don't need a family relationship in dressing room, who thrive on conflict. They don't even need to like each other. No, yeah, I know. It, that's true. You would say, but also. It's it's very different yeah. from how you function. I'd argue. Uh, I think uh, it can go both ways. It's like some some teams they need these conflicts, these 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 keeping each other sharp, and some just go along really well together. But but you have to watch out when you're like a family and it's going. But at one point when it goes a little bit uh, worse, then still people need to stand up and and try to yeah. Sometimes you need a little bit of conflict, and that's. Yeah, that's. I think we didn't need it this with Sevilla because we were doing great. But you know, in, in in football, it's sometimes you need a little bit of a conflict for people to be to wake up again, to be to be be sharp again. And that's that's yeah, it can go both ways. I think. Yeah, we have lovely sponsors who support us, and they've sent us a question. Bet three six five say, if you could choose, I'm giving you a time machine. I'll give one to Chavi also later eh? because he deserves it. But with your time machine. If you could relive, relive one moment from your career, 
I don't know if it's the Super Cup winning goal against Ajax, for example, or a couple that you score in the 19 games where you win the, the, the title. Um, which moment would you choose to relive? It's a, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough it's, question. Yeah, I, I've had a couple of amazing moments. It's also good, but uh, which moment I would relive? I think the moment with PSV, we we won at home against Ajax, the the champion. We were champion. With, we won with three zero. This was against your rival, winning at home with the fans. This was like. This atmosphere was was incredible for me because yeah I can say the opening fun but the atmosphere it wasn't there because of, without the fans it was like it's an amazing trophy I won I think the biggest but this this moment in Eindhoven against Ajax winning the championship for me this yeah this this, this feeling after you know the, we were like for for I think one day we were like in in uh, in the clouds you know like like partying and and that was yeah that was. One hell of a one hell of a day, yeah, definitely. You've had a lot of Barca influences throughout your life because I've seen you talk about for for Barca's website about here's my four and Fantasar and the yeah. goals, etc. Ronaldinho, who's quite good up front, uh, but but Cruyff too. Cruyff was a massive hero of mine since the early 1970s. I interviewed and met him, and he influenced me. And I feel he changed my life. You were coached by Koku, you were coached a bit by Van Bommel. Um, so with all of that in your mind, what was the, I guess it was Schroeder's idea maybe to, to, to call you to Barca? For me it was Kuma because I had a good contact with Kuma. Maybe they, they discussed it you together. Yeah, yeah, Schroeder, yeah, right? in, in FC Twente and, and, and we were really good together and he was really, yeah, I was still eight, 19 years old and he was really uh, convinced me to, to reach the first team and helping me and I've, yeah, I think maybe he was also now with Kuman. Uh, yeah, it was was a nice connection. Well, Shane Hurley, one of our socios, asks us if generally, if when a, a move is offered to you, if if you stop and research and think about it, or you just follow like somebody wants me, so I'll go. But maybe particularly beyond Shane, Shane's question about how you analyze your your transfer moves, when Barca comes calling, I suppose. Even for a cynical professional, your heart goes pitter patter because it's special. You don't need to analyze uh, anything anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no if, if one of the biggest club for me, maybe the biggest even, uh, calls to for you to come play for them. It's before what I say when I was playing at PSV. I, I I've analyzed teams that made offers. You know, when Sevilla came, you know we. I was uh, my my dad and my agent. My dad has a good connection with uh, Ortec, the the analytical yeah yeah, yeah company yeah, and uh, about how teams play, how and yeah. if I, if I fit you know as a striker with my qualities and 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 yeah when Barca called what you say my I I haven't I didn't have to think twice it was directly yeah if if it's possible it was the last day of the transfer market 31 of August I was like. I'm in directly, and, and we just made it happen. So yeah, if if you can play it, it's such a big club. It's 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 no need to analyze anything for me. You've made a comparison that interests me because when you moved to Seville, I wanted to. I'd seen you play before, but I wanted to learn more. So I went back on Y Scout and I looked at the way in which you scored so prolifically for PSV, and it felt to me as if you were in not only a club but a league where the supply just by concept isn't the same because generally particularly in the big teams in Spain it's not about play vertically hit the byline 
flint cross and not all your goals are headers you've got lovely you've got a lovely flick between your legs at the front post which you use quite a lot as well but I wondered at Seville and and we've seen now that it's a different kind of service different timing different strategy no definitely I I I think because in, in PSV I played at the that's yes, also now in the top of the league, but PSV, were, you're always dominating the games, yeah. you know, always dominating, but in an uh, attacking way of, of playing, you know, always trying to attack, put the balls in the box, runners that get their back to the ball. And then in Seville, we also were dominating games, like pressing them, keeping the ball, but more in a preservative way. Yeah, like, like to keeping keep the ball, ball yeah, yeah. And, and waiting for the right moments to attack. And... It's it's I think a little bit more difficult to to get opportunities as a striker there because it, 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 you didn't get as much opportunities as I get at PSV because no. because at PSV I, I've I've played there for a couple of years already and it was all about if you got the ball free on the side cross it in you know Luke is there so it can always yeah be a goal or or, or I can put it back to somebody who comes in and stuff like this and in in Seville yeah. It was a little bit more like preserve it, keep the ball, and look for the right opportunities. And and maybe it was also because we all we're all like big players, and everybody was a little bit more individually than 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 in PSV. Was the team was more focused on me as as the, yes. the finishing point, you know? Which can be frustrating at first, I guess, or at least you have to learn a different kind of game interpretation yeah. and patience. It's different because you you know it's not all about you it's I'm always thinking about team I mean all about you but I'm not the finishing the, the point I'm not the guy who makes the goals at the end you know in, in Seville it was like we try to find the right moments and maybe Ocampos comes inside cuts inside scores the goal and and, and it, it, yeah, it was a little bit more difficult for me to, to really uh, f- get the, the amount of crosses in or, or chances that I had at PSV yeah. So you adapted, you changed, you, yeah, yeah. maybe you improved, I don't know. The people who know me, the way I played, I think I, I still play very good at Seville with, with, yeah. with holding the ball. and Bringing other players yeah, in, I know that's yeah, a skill. I, I did this, but at the end, people will, will look at the numbers you score, you know, and, and that's the, the thing yeah, I lacked a little bit at Seville. And, and that's, yeah, I'm, I, of course, I cannot make the same amount of goals that I did in Holland because the league is, is way different. But I still have a really good feeling how I played in Seville as a, as, a, as a player, you know, with the team together. And that's also a quality of mine. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the big interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true. Graham Hunter and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket, who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here endeth the lesson. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.